the warmest of greetings to you and welcome to Happily Ever Teaching. This is the podcast to help you enthrall your learners in every subject under the sun using the best teaching method known to science, storytelling. To do this, we feature special guest educators who are passionately keen for your children to become amazing and successful human beings. I am storyteller Chip Cahoon, and with me today is... Hi, my name's Rob. I work in Key Stage 2 in a school in Buckinghamshire, and I've taught all the way from Year 3 up to Year 6. Hi, I'm Helen. Um, I am also a teacher in Buckinghamshire, and I'm currently teaching Mixed Reception Year 1. And today we are planning lessons in art with a retelling of Hans Christian Andersen's classic, The Little Mermaid. You can listen to the story by downloading our sister podcast, Fables and Fairy Tales, or search our website, epictales.co.uk, for The Dancing Mermaid. There you'll find a video of me telling the story that you can share with your children. And if you sign up as an epic educator, you'll also get a copy as an ebook or paperback illustrated by the magnificent Mario Coelho, as well as the full audiobook for you to download at any time. There are even some tips there for telling the story yourself and a whole heap of resources to go with the lesson ideas we're about to discuss, including any extra lesson ideas that we don't have time to fit into this podcast. Right now, though, let's continue our discussion with Helen, Rob and the Young Mermaid. And we're starting to get a little bit more arty. I say a little bit more because we've already talked a bit about um, the representation of mermaids. And um, I imagine there'd be some picture drawing for the non-chronological reports that we were talking about last week. Um, yes. So it's, it's already quite an arty story, isn't it? So, Helen, where would you find more art uh, in oh, this story? Well, I'll start with where you just you just came from with the mythical creatures um, directly <laughs> yeah. linked to the nonfiction report writing. Um, mm-hmm. So I think I mentioned when I was talking about the nonfiction report writing, sort of creating these mythical creatures. And it's a nice, a nice opportunity to mix computing slash ICT in with, with artwork. So it'd yeah. be great for children to take photos of each other ah. with, you know, underwater expressions on their faces. I don't know what that would look like, but the children would definitely <laughs> be able to do that. Blowing bubbles. Exactly. That kind of thing. And then, um, you know, print you print those pictures off. I think doing them in black and white would be nice, actually, for this art project. And then you give children a sheet with just the top half of themselves on. And then the bottom half, they're going to turn into whichever creature they've chosen. And you could use any media you'd like for that. Watercolours would be an obvious one, I think, and would work quite well because if you're thinking sort of about (laughs) illustrations kind of thing, doing some lovely watercolour work with the children. So that would be my first art idea. Brilliant. And then the second one is to do with fire, fire and water. Really good opportunities to explore the colour use, the idea of warm and hot colours and cool and cold colours with the children using the sort of, obviously the idea of the sea and the story and the fire on the ship and contrasting contrasting those two groups of colours and getting the children to do a lot of colour mixing and creating different shades and just playing about with it really you know Mm. you could do big washes with it or you could do little samples if they've got sketchbooks yes so just some basic basic colour knowledge there and then if you wanted to do sort of a piece of artwork you could do almost a an image of the fire from that part of the story what would it look like Mm. using the children's imagination as well yeah Fantastic. And then um, my final art idea is something a little bit, a little bit different. One of the areas of artwork 
for the children to cover is to do with printing. Mm. And something I've done before in a different context is creating shared pieces of artwork using printing. So the children learn how to use a piece of like polystyrene, um, polystyrene tile. They learn how to etch a pattern in, into that and explore printing with that, you know, rolling inks or with younger children. I've done paints uh-huh. as well, but inks work better. Rolling inks, mm-hmm. learning how to print, creating different um, effects with the colors they're putting on. Again, coming back to the, for this, the one, the project I'm talking about at the moment is a C type project. So coming back yeah. to those cold colors, putting different shades of blue and greens on and exploring what happens when you print it repeatedly. Um, mm. And then as a whole class, creating creating the sea so the children um, contribute using their tile and their their printing um, to one big image of the sea and it's lovely when the children do shared things like that because you end up with lots of different shades of the colour in lots of different patterns and then you could use that you know you could use it as a background yeah. and they could then add anything on top that you wanted they could do some different artwork they could add their mythical creatures on top so you've got a whole kind of display <laughs> if you wanted or yeah anything else yeah or, or the the composite pictures of themselves yeah. as creatures, yes, swimming about. Oh, brilliant! How about as we climb up the school, then ages seven to eleven? Um, what what works of art would you be creating, Rob? I would be creating works of art that would focus on the mermaid's tail and oh. like a, a widescreen panoramic shot of under the sea where they live. Hmm. And I would be challenging my children to use different media to represent these so i would ask my children challenge them say okay well you've done previous learning about warm and cold colors uh so we don't need to discuss what kind of colors we're going to use but what different shades different ways of applying them and Mm. even to the point of saying okay we're going to use paint but we're also going to use spray paint and then we're going to add some collage effects on top as well I think that would work really well with a mermaid's tail. Thinking about the the scales, similar to like a fish's scales, yeah. can pick up different colours. So I would look at it from that point of view, and I think I would do similar to as Helen was saying, you do like individual ones, looking at it to start off with, but then build up a a bigger collaborative one, mm. which then kind of brings in the it's kind of art, but DT as well. So reviewing your work, and yeah. What do you what do you like about it? What could have been done differently? And things like that. So you may get one child who does like a, a more brightly coloured scale on the mermaid tail. And if someone goes, Oh well that's not very realistic, then you say, But actually if we look at a fish and you look at the scales and the the way the light hits it can cause different mm. colours to appear. Yeah. So bring in the same way that Helen was saying about the like the technique of the colours, this would bring in a bit of the science of colours as well. Mm. well. There is a lot of overlap, isn't there, between art and DT and, and even, you know, other subjects as well, like art and literacy, where you are uh, encouraged to go and have a look at what you've done and then think about it, review it, um, evaluate it, edit it. So, yeah, you're, you're bringing in a lot of necessary skills there. Just um, thinking about the the kind of collage idea that Rob's just just talked about. There's some, um, I'm trying to visualise a, a kind of a mermaid's tail and you could use all kinds of lovely materials that you find hopefully in the primary school cupboard. Um, <laughs> so you get sort of foily type papers mm-hmm. and like that, um, like cellophane stuff, you know, yeah. that's sort of shiny and colourful. I think you could um, create some lovely mermaid's tails using those. And that's an activity I would definitely do in, <laughs> in early years as well. <laughs> Brilliant. 
And the other idea which I've come up with whilst we've been talking it would probably be Upper Key Stage 2 and it would be part of the curriculum is exploring artists themselves mm. or different genres of art. So I would look at um, kind of pop art and I think his name is Roy Lichtenstein who did the cartoon characters with the speech bubbles. So thinking about, as we were saying last week, speech, speech marks, mm-hmm. could you create almost a comic mm. of these characters. Yeah, so look at the way that it's drawn, look at the style that Roy has used, and then see if you can recreate it using this story. Brilliant. That's sadly all we have time for today, folks. We'd love to hear your thoughts on everything we've discussed in this podcast, so please find us on social media using at Teach Happily, or leave us a review using your favourite podcast app. You can also use social media to let us know if there's a subject you are soon to teach that you'd like us to cover. We would love to help. Please also share this podcast with your colleagues and help us start a story-led revolution in classrooms around the world so children everywhere can learn in a way that's effective, memorable and enjoyable all at the same time. Tomorrow, the Young Mermaid will help us explore physical education. But right now, it only remains for us to say cheerio, and we hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio, and we hope to hear your story soon. soon.